Guys, we're starting this episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast, and I just want to thank everybody who's listening, who came to the No Gimmicks Needed comedy show this past Friday. Um, it was fantastic. We sold out. Uh, we're going to be posting the upcoming lineup soon on all social media. That's No Gimmicks Needed uh, at Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and that'll be for the June lineup. But May 7th was fantastic. Again, thank you guys so much for coming out. And uh, let me know. Uh, email us at nogimmicksneededcomedy at gmail.com. Let us know any feedback you had about the show. We love to hear feedback. All right, before we get into this episode of the Epic Cheat Day podcast featuring Greg Bartusiak, I want to talk about Greg's show this Friday. He's putting on uh, at Humble Park near the Boathouse. It's called the Out in the Open Mike Comedy Showcase. He has Danny Sellers, Jessica Mance, Saku Yanagawa, Michael Johnson, Leah Bishop, Ariel Julie, and Dale McPeak. Greg will be hosting this as well, and that's this Friday, May 14th at 7 o'clock. By all means, go there, check it out. And just a public service announcement from me to you. Since you listen to the Epic Cheat Day podcast, you know that I have an affinity for fast foods. I had a sandwich this morning that was fucking crazy. I had the breakfast baconator from Wendy's and I got it on a croissant. And let me just tell you something. Uh, be prepared not to eat stuff for the rest of the day after eating that bad boy because it is a lot. It is a lot of food. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening and check it out. And by all means, please like and subscribe and comment on every episode of the podcast. That really helps me out. Hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, yeah, and enjoy this episode with Greg Bartusiak. Hippo, huh? That's uh, yeah. that's that's the name of the spot that you are going to after this. And you said it's a brewery. Do they do they serve food there? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. oh yeah. The brewery. So the beer. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You, you know, Chicago is probably one of the uh, the cities with the most like breweries per capita. That and Denver. I re I know that stat. Wow. That and Denver. <laughs> Uh, Chicago and Denver are the two cities with the most breweries per, breweries per capita. Um, so, like, yeah, we have hundreds of them here. Uh, this place, I don't know. I'm 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 a fan. Have you ever? Oh, so you've had their beer before? Yeah, it's uh, they they have this one called the uh, something umbrella stout. But it's like I'm not a big fan of stouts. But that oh, yeah. uh, a lot of my friends actually like that one. Then uh, their beers are all right. Their food is pretty good. Uh, nice. They they got a uh, okay. Hold uh, on one second. Let me just do the intro because we're live, baby. Uh -huh. Guys, we're, welcome to the Epic Cheat Day podcast. I'm your host, Derek Strong, and Greg Bartusiak is my guest today, and he is regaling us with the his knowledge <laughs> of brews and of beer, and uh, he's telling us about Twisted Hippo. We're actually, uh, this episode might be a slightly truncated one because everybody involved with this except for Greg fucked up with their timing. And uh, but um, so you're the only one other person here, though. So, exactly. so everyone, else. <laughs> everyone else other than Greg. So, uh, yeah. So we he, he's going to tell us a bit about Twisted Hippo. But before we get into that, Greg, 
What is the greasiest meal you ate all week? Hold on. I just like to say I'm not a representative of Twisted Hippo, but he's okay. Not. He, he's going to tell us because he's going on a date to Twisted Hippo and he does like their stout. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, what's my what's my epic cheat meal for this week? What, this what was week? the greasiest one you had all week? Well, uh, I just like literally before I came here, I made two very fat meatball subs. Yes. And, oh, fuck me. Yeah. And uh, where'd you get the meatballs? Did you make them? They were like frozen, like Kirkland signature okay. uh, brand and yeah you just put that in like put that in some uh, tomato sauce some spaghetti sauce or whatever right yeah. and then and then i just put that on a nice toasted bun put some cheese on it threw a little yeah, cheese threw on a it a little cheese on it i was waiting for it <laughs> and I'm so uh, glad we got there uh well the thing is i messed up i put pepper jack cheese you don't put pepper jack on on, on italian foods no no, I mean, it's I mean, provolone, if you, exactly. provolone or mozzarella, mozzarella. You have those two options. And if you choose any other option, I don't know. You could do ricotta, but I don't even count that as cheese. Parmesan. Parmesan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Romano, which is, you know, Parmesan adjacent. Yeah. Uh, but I put pepper jack on there and it was like at first I took the first bite. I was like, OK, it's fine. But then you get like the the, you know, the. The pepper jack part of it. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't. It didn't like, you know, didn't melt on properly, but yeah. That's gonna be the name of the episode, by the way, is Meatball Subs with Pepper Jack. Meatball cheese. Meatball Sub with Pepper, pepper jack, jack Cheese. cheese. Throw a little pepper jack on it. Throw a little pepper jack. <laughs> you guys I, I swear to God, I I I genuinely think you guys need to get your own branding of cheese. Just go to like some <laughs> small like cheesery. Are they called cheeseries? And just get <laughs> get some micro brewed cheese. Yeah. Yeah, creameries. I used to do, Creamery, do you yeah, know, I yeah. used to do farm reporting in Wisconsin. Get the fuck out yeah, of here, really? I used to do farm reporting in Wisconsin. I'd have to go to uh, different farms and, like, interview them about uh, about the farm, you know, That's and what they awesome. do. Now and you're from Wisconsin, right? No, I'm from Chicago. I was born and raised in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> My first radio gig was uh, farm reporting and uh, country station. Hell yeah. yeah. Farm reporting at Country Station. That just sounds like, that just sounds as white as you can that's, possibly That's Wisconsin. That's, that's, that's awesome. Wisconsin that for it. You know, yeah, I could tell you all about the fish fries in the area. You know, this Friday in uh, Menasha, you got <laughs> you got a fish fry. You might as well come out and enjoy yeah, it. I, I still haven't done a fish fry, and I heard they're fucking awesome. It's like I've never, all nah, you can eat. I've never fair, done that. A fair, and like, yeah, it's just like, it's all you can eat fried fish and uh-huh. fries. And like, how is that bad? Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a very, like, German Wisconsin thing, totally. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just get some cheese curds too, you oh, know. It's and all about the whatever cheese beer that they. Or spotted cow. I mean, but spotted cow is also overrated if you're talking about Wisconsin. I don't think it, it's like it's like. It's like when people come to Chicago and say, you got to try Malort, you know? Yeah. That's like when you go to Wisconsin, you got to try Spotted Cow. Now, what is Spotted Cow? Because I'm a total layperson. Uh, Spotted Cow is their like uh, brand of, of beer. Uh, the, the brand is New Glarus, and Spotted Cow is like the top, show, or, well, the, the iconic beer of theirs. Okay. And, and you can only get this beer in Wisconsin. Like, you can't get it in Illinois or Minnesota. Uh, and you can't sell it over state lines. They have a thing. You can't sell it outside of Wisconsin. So okay, so we I, I we now have four subjects that we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about, and that you brought up. Okay, so the first one, because you're talking to a guy, it's just like when I drank beer, it's just like I want the most for the cheapest. Like when you mentioned like a lager and a stout, I. I genuinely it's like if it's cold and it kind of tastes like funky piss and it comes in a bottle or can 
all that to me is beer, right? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if that's the classification for all of those things, but like a lager, a stout, all of those are kinds of beers, right? Yeah. Okay. IPA. Yeah. Uh, India Pale Ale. Yeah. It took me years to find out what I'm like. What What's an IPA? It's like that's not. I'm IPA. not a fan. I'm not a fan of those. Those are very hoppy. They're more like. I don't know what that means. They're They're, they're very bitter with oh, the okay. hops. Yeah. They're a little bit more bitter. So Greg knows his shit when a it little comes to bit. Beer. A, little a little bit. A little bit. Like I I like my uh red IPAs. I like my red beers. Yeah. yeah. Though the red beer is like a little bit it's less strong on the hops uh and so it's less bitter, but it's still it's still strong. Yeah. I, what I like though is that Greg is t- telling me about this. As <laughs> I, my, I, my eyes aren't glazed over. I'm genuinely interested because anybody who's passionate about things, like with me, it's like food, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when somebody's passionate about something, especially when it's a consumable, even when it's about weed, like I'm not the biggest fucking fan of weed. I haven't smoked weed in like 10 years, yeah. right? But like I still like people who are passionate. <laughs> about things yeah the thing is sometimes i'll go with some friends to a bar and you know let's say we go to a brewery and i have no idea like let's say it's the first time coming into this brewery and i see ipa hazy ipa lager pale ale okay okay i know those yeah uh but like then the descriptors in it like they're a little bit more specific and then my friends are looking at that like Oh yeah, I'd, I'd like a Hefeweizen. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, that's like a super German beer. Like, I know some friends that are like super into it, and yeah. I feel like so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I have a buddy who always texts me or Snapchats me vi- uh, pictures of whatever beer he's having for his meal that night, right? Nice. And he's he's he gets these like really craft. Uh, uh, IPAs and stuff like that and I'm like I have no idea what that is. I I know what an IPA is, but totally. <laughs> Totally. See, and that's the thing. But that's the thing with anybody. Like, there's always levels to shit. You know what I mean? Comedy. I mean, you and I both met through comedy. You have a podcast. Matter of fact, guys, check out the uh, the Epic Cheat Day slash R Word podcast uh, crossover episode where I invaded the uh, R Word podcast with Gray, <laughs> uh, Johnny Cosmo. I think and that was Mike. the that was the first time I met you actually on the podcast. I 100 percent met you before then. However, I don't think we had a conversation. No, we never interacted like that. No. Yeah, that was like a full interaction. Yeah. But we instantly hit it off because you know what he knows about cheese and throwing it on stuff, and so do I. And like. Really, what, what what more do you need? Exactly, right? what more do you? What what what's your favorite thing to throw little cheese on? The little, well, of course, you know when it's thrown on the white castles. That's really uh, there. You go. That I throw a little cheese on there. Def anything Italian, like I'm throwing. Ooh, I, I, yeah. I and I use more Parmesan than you should probably legally be able to do. <laughs> I was thinking like the the the, the nacho uh, melted cheese. Like what? Like that? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that I mean, huh. I, when I lived in Philly, right? So oh god. So oh, Philly, god. Philly, everything's fried with cheese on it. But like you know, you go to the Philly cheesesteak stands and like they give you like you could do provolone. Yeah. You do American or you do Wiz, or the, right? The Wiz. With, you gotta do the Wiz. Wit and Wiz. Wit and Wiz. So that's with yeah. onions and Wiz. And that's and if you're getting it any other way, like I don't know why you yeah. are. Like I'll get other condiments on there too. Yeah. And dude, it's it's so crazy in Philly because like different neighborhoods in Philly do different things. Oh, like, totally. Like if you do, like if you're in like around the Temple area of Philly, um, they like doing, uh, they like doing uh, jalapenos on theirs, yeah. and then they do, and then the Northeast Philly they do uh, salt, pepper, ketchup, mayo on theirs, which is that's how I became accustomed to doing it. Got so that's it. How I do it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's like that here in Chicago with the Italian beef. Like pe- everybody, every area does it a little bit. You could different. get it dipped. You could do this. You could get it dry. You could whatever. Get it so yeah. You do the uh, uh, do you do uh, Italian beef or do you do the combo? Uh, 
If I mean, I would just go with the beef. I'm yeah. fine with the beef. Yeah. Look at that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's, I, a, that's I, an artisan right dude, there. Dude, growing up though, I was so like, I guess like secluded in what I ate because you know your parents were feeding you at the time. My of parents, course. my parents fed me like basically just uh, Polish food. You well, know, Bartusiak. Yeah. I would hope you're eating. Yeah. Well, Polish I'm 100 percent Polish, and yeah. so that's like the only thing my mom ever cooked. And you know, the she's maybe got like a couple of recipes that are outside of the Polish realm. You know, that are still good. But like pierogi, you got yes. uh, Polish uh, uh, pork co uh, cutlets. Uh, you know, like the. Uh, uh, Meatloaf, but like it's it's cotleta mielona, but it's like meatloaf. But it's, oh, so you it's, speak Polish? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. both parents being Polish, so you are your first your first generation American. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. And so honestly, red a red apple buffet, right? Czerwone <laughs> Yavushko, Yeah. Oh that's true. my god, dude, that's, true. that's the most aggressive buffet I've ever been in in terms of the calorie dense food oh, in yeah. a small place. Yeah, but the the thing is, uh, what what were we saying before? Like, uh, we were like, talking oh, about like, Philly, food, cheese, you know, Philly, Philly cheese, Philly cheese steaks. Yeah. I never an Italian beefs. Italian beef. I, I was probably like in high school when I had my first Italian beef. You know? Oh wow! Yeah, okay. like at a friend's uh, birthday party, and you know they had the catering stuff out, and okay, what is this? I have no idea. It's just some random beef. Put it in, the, put it in the sandwich, in the bread, and eat it. Hey, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh. You want to put this jardinera on there? <laughs> yeah. All right. Jardinera. Yeah. Uh, uh, where, where do you stand on jardinera? Mild or spicy? Uh. I mean, I'm a, I'm a spicy guy myself. Okay, good. I was going to say. I'm a spicy guy I, myself. Because this was a very judgmental question that oh, I was okay. asking you, and uh, you answered correctly. There's only one right yeah. answer if you're getting jardinera spicy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What? It's an... It's it's all jalapenos and peppers <laughs> that are hot. So why would you like they have get mild, these hot peppers, but yeah. like mild it down a little mild bit. Mild it down a little bit. Like because yeah. uh, they do have mild jardinera, and I think it's just like you just pickled rinse, cauliflower or something yeah. like that. Just you rinse them underwater for like a few <laughs> more hours. <laughs> and then you just you just have uh you have a salad at that point. <laughs> so uh great and you could tell by Greg he has a great voice for this. What do you do for a living, Greg? Uh, yeah, I do radio right now. I'm on uh, the Polish-American Mix, 103.1 FM. Uh, it's a very niche genre, but, you know, we play hits from all around the world. Poland, Europe, and around the world. That's our slogan, you know. Fantastic. And uh, I'll, I'm telling there's some good Polish hip-hop out there. That, you, dude, you, you heard it here first in the Epic Tuesday <laughs> podcast. Uh, they have some fantastic Polish hip-hop. You, you, you want to know who's like a top Polish hip-hop artist right now? Yes, which kind of goes with the Epic Cheat Day podcast. Yeah. His, his name is Taco Hemingway. Love it. It's like, it's like, hey, what kind of food do you like? Yeah, I like tacos. Hey, who's your favorite <laughs> random um, American author? <laughs> Hemingway. And he's a Polish rapper that is fucking unbelievable that is great so uh greg what uh when did you get into radio or how or how, did you like do the whole like college like yeah i went through radio? went through broadcast school um okay. uh that was a thing called illinois uh, illinois center for broadcasting they if you're on like the cta here in the buses or the trains you'll see sometimes see ads for them it says like be on air.com Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's where I went. It's a year crash course, which helps you, you know, learn a little bit about all different medias and then like how to work things. And uh, how, so I did get some like all of the all of the, the editing kind of stuff that you do with the podcast and like all of the uh, video kind of stuff, you know, with Adobe, things like that. Yeah. Totally. You learn through all of that. And and now I'm just you know been on air for a couple of years, a uh, couple a uh, year and a half at the Manitowoc station in Wisconsin, 
And at this station, like four years now, almost coming up on. Oh, so you are a seasoned, per- well, fairly seasoned yeah. at, right now at this. Um, and I'm pretty sure that and having that experience probably translates well to you having stage presence and being able to work a mic when it comes to comedy. How long ago did you start comedy? Uh, comedy was actually when I was in between uh, radio jobs. So after I got let go from the Wisconsin station, I came here. And it was a couple of months that I started going up to this theater, uh, this theater up on the northwest side in Edison Park called the Whip Theater. Oh, I remember the Whip. Yep. Yeah, yep. it's a it's a comedy legend. W I P. It's a it's a legend in the in the Chicago parts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, my buddy used to host an open mic out there, and uh, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Scott Druick. Oh man. yeah, I've he, seen the he name before. He hasn't like, done comedy uh, in a while after after like the whip uh, finished up there. Uh, yeah. He he kind of like yeah it sizzled out. He ended up working at other places. So, uh, but he he was doing it for a while since like high school, and so I was like, all right, I'll get into it. You know, met some p- cool people like all the uh, familiar faces that that we know in the comedy scene totally. over there um i was very new it took me a while to get on there obviously uh, it, uh, yeah. it was like it was like watching open mics and shows for six months before getting on stage you know wow that's yeah. a i think a lot of people have that too because like they have the impulse and the desire to actually want to do it yeah and then it just takes like it takes a while to actually do it like yeah. it, it took me years and then i went to an open mic in philly because I, I started doing i I did a few mics in Philly. I don't even count that as comedy time. And then, like, I I went to my first one. I was like, all right, I just want to see what it's about. And then I talked to the comics there, and I'm, like, stressing out. It's like, wow, I have five minutes of material written. They're like this. You have five minutes worth of material? Yeah, sign up for the open mic. There's no way you're going to get through five minutes. Sure enough, went back the next week, had, got through nowhere near five minutes yeah. of it, one of the most awful fucking sets I've had, and I've had a lot of bad ones, and I I've never looked back. Nice, so nice, yeah. Um, so you've been doing comedy now, uh, doing the podcast with uh, Johnny Cosmo, and uh, tell everybody what you've been doing recently because it's pretty fucking awesome, and it's a thing the community needs. So, uh, uh, well, bringing this back since well, well, the community kind of, I don't know if the community need I needed it with Johnny. <laughs> we we needed it at first. At first, the uh, the idea was last June when things were just opening up again with Phase Three in Illinois or something like that. Uh, uh, because of the pandemic, it it was two months of no comedy, yeah. and we were we were like dying. We Chomping were at the bit, right? yeah. And people were starting doing Zoom comedy, and uh, obviously, you know, the whole thing of Zoom comedy and everyone f- ragging on it here and there. Yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, it just wasn't for me. So Johnny and I, we decided. J- Johnny had the idea. I'm gonna go buy a PA. And let's just go tell jokes in a park. Like Johnny and I were going to go with a PA and a microphone and just stand there and tell jokes. And, Such a Johnny move, and, man. And just, that's good. We did it. We we did it a few times. <laughs> uh, or it was just you two? Uh, me, him, Mike was there. Uh, there was another couple of times that we went to random places. Just it, it was it wasn't really a mic at the time. It was just calling friends and uh, going out and telling jokes, walking Hell down yeah. the street telling jokes. Like there was a, we were walking down the street and people were inside of a, a restaurant when restaurants were just reopening, and I think the dumbest thing I said I was like, uh, "Hope hope that food is worth catching COVID over or something, uh, something like that." You know, <laughs> like, they could have said, "I hope your dumb hobby is good for it too." No, I'm just <laughs> 
but yeah, it was fun. Uh, so we started doing that. And in June, we started a, a mic at, uh, in the parks because we had no other places to do it at, you know. Uh, so we decided to do an open mic in the parks. And, and surprisingly, it started off like uh, 10, 10 or so people signed up. Then next week, a few more, a few more. Uh, then in like September, we started doing weekly shows at the park yeah, every and, Friday. And like you wouldn't think that. I mean, if you really wrapped your head around it, you you know, people I think really can understand the appeal of it. But it's just like as a comic and as a performer, you wouldn't think like there would be a draw for this. But holy no. fucking shit. You're doing some. You're doing some performance in the park. People flock. They the day that I went to see just the show. Uh, of course, the one that I got booked on got canceled because of the weather. Yeah. Uh, uh, but still, the the one that I went to uh, with uh, where uh, you guys had Rena Calm um, headlining, Dan Garcia opened up. Dude, there if there wasn't seventy people there, I'd be shocked. Dude, it was it's crazy. So safely socially distanced. Yes, yes, because because we had a lot of flack for that in the beginning, just starting it up. What are you guys gathering together and sharing a microphone and stuff? Dude, I'm wiping down this microphone. We're socially distanced. We we were wearing masks and uh, and everything. You know what yeah. else? What else do you need? And and we were just talking about this before the podcast too. Yeah. Like we we're going about our daily lives, doing work and and, yeah. and and this kind of medial unnecessary stuff. Well, it is necessary to to maintain a living. So exactly. of course I'm going to sacrifice myself and my time and and my my body to yeah. go tell some jokes. Of course, because like and I, and like I, I was mentioning Greg before, and I had a Facebook post about this. Ooh, Facebook, you know, because oh, nobody man. has opinions on there. But like, listen, I get if you don't want to go out and do things right now or during the pandemic that totally makes sense but don't admonish other people for doing mm -hmm. things because if you're going to do that i worked at two grocery stores and nobody's nobody told me hey you're going to go out and start killing people and i interacted with way more yeah. people doing that serving the quote-unquote public good yeah. putting myself at risk than i did doing comedy and guess what under less uh le less less stringent guidelines when it comes to cleaning and uh distancing so enough with the shit enough with the armchair fucking you know politicizing of every goddamn thing that could potentially be an issue stop it shut up nobody cares life's too short <laughs> fuck you know what i mean do something else with your life no because people are still going to do it and then two years from now nobody's going to be held that nobody's going to get the shit held against them yeah so, yeah no, anyway. we're we're just trying our best just to go out and tell some jokes and have fun man and have fun and and yeah. they were being safe how do i know because i didn't and i went there and believe me having worked the grocery store i know what safe looks like and doesn't look like yes there and were other people doing this shit that weren't safe but you know yeah no. yeah um honestly this was much more safe than anything that i was doing at my job you know because yeah. uh it is what it is but uh, you know you just got to be careful just gotta uh, be careful and, and and so it was great you know doing these shows in september august, late august early september we started doing weekly shows yeah uh, and that was so fun because we booked people to who actually had great time and, you know, did some real good material. And, and they loved it. Everybody I know that did it. And, and, and these yeah. these shows grew up to like 120 something people because I, I eventually like after I'm done with all my hosting duties, I'm just walking around doing a head count. Yeah. And everything. Holy shit. Man. Nice. Hundreds, nice. over 100 people at times. But you guys have to, I just love the fact you guys are rocking the same PA. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just fucking, you know. It's 
and and people are having a blast. Yeah, they're having a blast. So the, we just brought brought it back uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, the open mic came back. Are you guys going to do the show again? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, hell yeah. my uh, talking with my co-producer about things, and I think we're going to be opening th- things up in April. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, so definitely things are going to be. Uh, Things are on an upswing now, obviously. You got a bunch of people coming in to record your podcast. I'm yeah, doing my exactly. comedy. Doing yeah, things comedy. are on the upswing. It feels good, right? <sighs> yeah. It totally, feels, right? Like, feels like something's worth living for. Yeah, right? <laughs> that sounded morbid, but, I'm, but I mean, that's true. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's, you know, even even the, the comics that I saw with posts saying things to the effect of like, you know, oh, well, you know, there's life outside of comedy. It's like, but it's still your favorite thing to do. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes, we all have other activities, but there isn't a single comic that I know that isn't like looking at every single fucking uh, news article saying about vaccines yeah. and how soon they could get them and shit yeah. like that. So, well, that that life sucks outside of comedy. I'll just say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and I and I can't wait to actually start doing comedy because I've just been producing stuff. Yeah. I haven't written any new material since like a Tiger King joke last year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude, I love the fact that last week at the mic you ran it. Did you run it? I remember you running it again. The Tiger King joke. You had a Tiger that, King joke. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's an old, it's, it's something about, uh, you know, celebrities, um, uh, commenting on the Tiger King, you know, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. think I said it last, but maybe, maybe somebody said a Tiger King reference last yeah. week, but they even had to like, they had to qualify it beforehand by m- making some mention like this. I know this, I know you guys don't remember this from a few, uh, quarantines ago, God, but do you I, guys remember Tiger King? I've, I've done that joke. Uh, cause like, you know, coming back onto like shows, people have booked me on and like different mics that I've been at. and I've done that joke and I'm like, why am I doing that joke still? <laughs> <laughs> it's so old. It's, it's so like, old. no one's going to fucking care anymore. Dude. I, I mean, but it was, that was such a flashbang moment in entertainment because it was like right at the start of COVID. It blew up, and then like I feel like it blew up really fast, and then it died equally as fast. Like it was yeah. just like we were we were already on to the. Well, you know what? Thing. I've yeah. noticed a lot of murder mystery documentaries do that. They blow up, yeah, and then they die. You yeah. know, and uh, yeah, like I was just watching uh, which ones I saw. Like, don't fuck with cats. That was a good I one. I heard about, dude, I heard about it, and then, like, I couldn't watch it because, like, the very first scene they talk about, like, they show, they don't show it, but they. There's a guy murdering cats. Murdering cats, yeah. and, like, the way, like, the, I'm not going to say how he did yeah. it because if you're sensitive about this thing, it's really terrible, and the first scene is basically them, see, well, yeah. it, is you're seeing people react to this video that he posted online of him killing cats. I'm yeah. just like, I don't think I could do this. Yeah, then you got, like, uh. The one about Cecil Hotel, it was just recently about the, about? Uh, the vanishing of this one uh, uh, tourist from Canada. Uh, she came to visit this uh, hotel called the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, and it's got a very big no- notoriety for like sketchy stuff happening there, murders and murderers just uh, renting out uh, their hotel rooms, and they're they a very low-cost housing hotel for like the wow. skid because they were right on skid row in los angeles Jesus. right and somehow this lady disappeared but they you know people sleuths online tried to decipher all the all the videos and everything so yeah that was a huge thing watched one called uh 
murder among Mormons, you know? Oh, that's yeah. uh, th- So I like how these are starting to have like their own particular themes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, uh, then obviously you got the classics like the Ted Bundy tapes. You yeah, got, the Ted Bundy tapes. Know. Dude, I was watching that with my ex and uh, he was a very charming motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. I can see why people would be. I'm like, oh, I get it. He has fucking charisma man i got i'm, I'm on board I'm yeah like, okay no matter no matter how crazy the things he was saying or doing were yeah, like he still like had a, a lot of charisma he he a lot of charisma i'm like dude okay. he jumped out of a fucking prison uh, window man remember That's that insane. a courthouse window when he was courthouse getting, yeah. window oh man so uh, uh so serial killer docs beer comedy <laughs> polish radio uh what else encapsulates the greatest the greg bartusiak experience I feel like that's going to be your Comedy Central show, the Greg Bartusiak experience. Wasn't that wasn't that someone else? I was thinking Jamie Car- Kennedy experiment. Oh yeah, there we go, the Jamie the J- Kennedy experiment. GBX, the GB experience. God damn, what was that? What was that show? Was like a prank show. Right? Yeah, it was. was. Like it was like a punked, but with yeah. J- Jamie Kennedy. Uh, he has I'll- a great documentary. Have you ever seen it called Heckler? No, I haven't. Oh, it's great. So it's like, and because it doesn't just go into like comedy heckling, but all together. And it's just like, what a perfect guy. Because Jamie Kennedy in comedy was getting openly heckled and shit on for a long period of time. So it's like, fuck it, we're gonna just, we're, I'm gonna do a, a what's it? But it was a pretty good documentary. Yeah. It was just interesting, and it's exactly what you think it is. Just him talking to performers and showing like crazy scenes of people being heckled. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That's, okay, I'll look into that. Yeah. I'll look into that. Um. Yeah, no, as far as the rest of me, um, yeah, just producing a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to be getting my other, some some other shows going too. Fantastic. Um, definitely going to be looking forward to things opening up in, in April. Um, I got I got another open mic starting up. Uh, that one's going to be indoors. But, oh, uh, really? At, uh, uh, where are you guys looking to open the Ke- up? The Kedzie Inn. I used to, oh, shit. I used yeah. to do it last year, uh, however, whatever many years ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, back when indoors was yes, a thing. Yeah, remember the, the, the before times. I know uh, they're running um, uh, Comedy Tub. Comedy Tub out yeah, there, Because so. that's the place where I originally had uh, uh, Killing It at the Kedzie. Which nice. was a pretty good. Uh, you, I think you've been there before. I haven't. We, you, well, then this place would have been for you. I mean, uh, uh, the 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 best set of the night got the special, which was uh, PBR, a shot of whiskey, and a Chicago style hot dog, and that was an eight dollar special for anybody. But the best set of the night, you got that. You know. Shit. So. Well, I don't drink. Yeah, I've got, you, could I've gotten okay, the two well, Chicago then, dogs? That would have been good. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> can negotiate. Or, or negotiate. you could just ha- hand off the other stuff. Hand off the drink. Yeah. The sh- the, that, those, I call it drink swag. Yeah, do that. And I'm all about nobody's touching that fucking hot dog with me, though. You better believe that, son. <laughs> yeah, we're starting that back up. And then I, I actually ran into one of the producers of the Comedy Tub over there when I was there recently, uh, Aaron. And I love talked Aaron. about that. And, yeah, and, yeah we're going to be basically... Not working together, but you know, like, hey, he's gonna be showing up to the to the mic, and I'm gonna be showing up to the show, and like help yeah. help each other out with other comics and everything. Yeah, that sounds awesome, man. It's just again, like, the more I, it's like every time I open Facebook, it's just like, oh, new mic starting tonight. I'm like, this, this is, yeah. this is good. This is a good sign. I still haven't heard back from Shaker, so I don't know where my mic is. Ah. so uh, you know, I mean, I, I that's the thing. I like Shakers. They change locations, but um. I think I'm gonna take strong style and probably I, I'm thinking about moving because I, I still have my equipment. Yeah, you know, I mean, the good thing about Shakers is they have their own equipment, yeah. but like I still have my equipment, so it's not like I'm married to any particular place. So 
you know, yeah. who knows? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, find a find a place that's either opening up again or, or just yeah. do it outdoors. Just do it outdoors. Well, that's one thing that I was talking to other comics about. It's just like we know for a fact, like you guys and the truck show guys, the truck mic guys, like that. I don't think I think that's like something that came about because of COVID. Yeah, but I don't think you guys should ever stop doing. Oh, it. definitely I mean, it's not. Like, it's it's such a draw. No, and it's so successful. no, because last year just basically showed people that uh, hey, we could hang outside and just hang outside, you know. Yeah. And then, like you said earlier, uh, so many performers were just going out to parks and public places and just doing their thing. Like you know how many jazz fusion bands that I've seen like uh, performing their stuff or like um, I I mean I won't say that we were the first in chicago to do it but uh, yeah yeah you know <laughs> but yeah we, we, we uh so humble uh, such a humble man uh, Greg, sh- I, I get salty sometimes sorry <laughs> <laughs> all, all the best to the comedy pickup and uh stoop comedy please <laughs> follow i, I didn't too. even know i honestly to this day i don't know what stoop comedy is comedy pickup i think comedy pickup what they're doing what you guys are doing is different yeah because uh, we're we're, yeah. we're popping up random places exactly yeah. and like they're i mean you know they they have a very, 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 very dis- like you guys are more traditionally an open mic. Um, they're still doing an open mic, but it does. It's like you know you do have to climb up on the back of a truck, and you know mm-hmm. they do have a guitarist there. You yeah. know, I mean, there's all these other things. So it's like you know, there's more than one way to skin this cat. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what is comedy on the stoop? I don't even know what the fuck that stoop is. Stoop comedy was uh, Caitlin Chekarowski. She she basically did her show on the front steps of her of her house. Because she had a very uh, long stairway down, and so like she had, uh, you know, a front yard fenced off. So she set up, set up a bunch of uh, seats wow. for people to sit down, and they would just do the comedy on the steps. That's I, I, I kind of dig that. That's yeah. actually that's pretty cool. Yeah, but they they had the same problems as us. You know, people just called the cops on them and said, "Hey, this is loud. We don't like this." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of that too last year. Wait, you're telling me all my hard edge incest bits aren't going to get over in a residential neighborhood? <laughs> the hell you say? That's why you got to do it at Humboldt Park. Humboldt you know? Park. Well, yeah. that's the thing though. One thing I like about Humboldt is that there's so many, so many activities i'm doing air quotes and uh, i have to say i'm doing air quotes because we're not i'm not i don't have enough money to pay for visuals of this. <laughs> but uh in air quotes uh yeah there's so many other activities happening in Hubble park that people saying dick jokes and you know uh and talk about how much they hate their dads guess what probably not gonna really draw no. the ire of the police no and and sometimes those things are more overpowering than the comedy like <laughs> we'll, we'll start a mic and there's like uh puerto rican techno music blasting in the background <laughs> with like a dude with their dudes with their hummers and blow, you know they're like revving their engines and everything yeah it's fantastic last week uh you saw the drone right that was oh good. yeah and that they was weird drone over. that was super weird dude they put me right like I, they twisted around and they got me and uh and uh canoed in the just right in the cross of their camera just hung out took a, a, something of the show and then flew the fuck off I'm like, that's oh, crazy yeah. like, do you think they ended up coming over afterwards like after they landed their drone like I oh we they, better go we better i hope go. i hope they landed into their own face <laughs> fuck you and your drone you pretentious douchebag those are the things that they're going to use to monitor and tase us with why oh, are God. you buying into that technology it's like it's like uh well this isn't really modern day technology it's, it's really old school like, yeah you know, you know like oh when planes and on highways would 
radar people like driving on the highways and checking yeah, their speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's what what are you what are you doing? You're you're up there. Get the foot stop looking down here. Yeah, worry about what's up there. Yeah. There's more crazy shit up there <laughs> exactly. that you have to deal with. Don't look down here. Fuck you know? You guys. But no, they're gonna see how fast you go from this line to this line and then measure it, do the math, and then send a cop after you, you know? Like I, I you think those drones are, are with the police, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Someone says like a very uh, uh, racial or like, you know, something very racial kind of joke and it's like yeah. oh, you can't yeah, be saying that in public that. well i again like i i'm a i'm a nihilist when it comes to this sort of thing i think that's the eventual usage of the, that type of technology <laughs> when I, the thing that freaked me out okay about drones the fr- thing that freaked me out was i got to add on youtube for this drone that uh it it's programmed to follow you by itself as you do extreme sports shit. And I'm like, because you got something in your, like your pocket or something that it monitors and it just, yeah. Follows. And it's just like, like if you're doing mountain climbing, it just hovers behind you as you climb the fucking, I'm like, that could be used for so many bad things. How do people not see Someone that? Someone just like, puts like the chip into like a person's like uh, a, a person's like pocket, and then yeah, it's just following them it's around. Just following them around, like that. That's so bad. Do you not see where that goes? Jesus Christ, it's awful. Oh but, man. Um, the surveillance state. We've been in it, man. We've been in this fucking these right here. These high powered microphones with their high powered cameras yeah. that are constantly connected to a central service. But you better not yeah. get a fucking vaccine. Don't, better, get, a vaccine. don't get a vaccine, don't dude. Get a vaccine. Bill Gates has a chip in there, man. Has a chip in there. Yeah. I want a vaccine. Here's my thing with the vaccines is that it's my thing is the only thing that I'm literally of is that uh, you know, my dad is my dad was a doctor. He you know, I I talked to him about this a bunch, and also it's just I I went to I took one fucking you know biology and chemistry class in my life, so I kind of know that vaccines take a little bit longer mm-hmm. to actually study in terms of long term effects than six months. And I'm saying that in a very uh, a very sarcastic way because it's supposed to take much longer to do studies for uh, any sort of vaccination. So. I get that things are fast-tracked. I understand why, but that's the only thing that makes me literally... Am I going to get one? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but like... Well, that's why you go talk to your doctors, man. I, my parents are always skeptical, too, because a lot of Polish people are very conservative and very uh, uh, keen to listen to conspiracy theories I, after But the I last wonder why, if you look at the history yeah. of Poland, you know what I mean? That makes yeah. all the sense in the world. Yeah. Um, I don't know how Poland is doing on their vaccines, but my folks and, like, the people I know that uh, are Polish in, in Chicago are very against it, and it's just very stupid. It's so stupid. Such a yeah. stupid thought. Go talk to your doctor if you got some questions. Exactly. If you got doubts. If you got. If you got. Don't be like. Just don't doubt it. And just be like. Oh no, I'm not getting that. Yeah. Go t- ask your questions. And listen, I get. And I, I, I'm with Greg on this 100. percent Listen, I get anybody being hesitant about taking anything into your body. Absolutely. <laughs> but like, <laughs> wait up, wait up. I, we put a lot of weird things in our bodies, especially with like a food dude. Podcast. I eat white. Are you? Are you? Are you wait, I, it's so funny because I was gonna circle to that one hundred percent. You jump into the punchline. I'm sorry. Okay, so, so no, it's fine. But like, it's like, it's like. Listen, I understand if people are literally about that. Yes, be literally about it. That doesn't mean don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still a fucking smart thing to do. Because guess what? Smallpox, very shitty way to die. You want that fucking vaccine. And by the way, this is coming to you. And here it comes, Greg. This is coming to you from a guy who regularly ingests White Castle. The thing is, though, <laughs> is that I am always literally 
every time I'm ingesting it. I have no <laughs> I have no illusions that what I'm putting into my body is terrible. Here's the difference though. I already know that I already know that's terrible and I know what the outcome of that terrible shit is. <laughs> I don't know what the terrible shit is with this vaccine that does, that's not going to stop me from doing White Castle giving making my left titty bigger. Doesn't stop me from eating White Castle more than the vaccine eventually making me have a foot grow out of my head is going to stop me from getting that vaccine. Hey, if you get a foot growing out of your head, everyone's going to have a foot growing out of your head. That's true, and, and that's if, normal. And then. then if you don't have a foot growing out of your head, you're going to be the weird one. Exactly. It's like, dude, that, that's so you, 2019, Exactly. Dude. Would you hit that? No, no foot. No foot. No, no. foot. That's not. Uh, yeah, let that's me see, not a good look. Let, let me see them feet pics, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, hit me up at the Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Facebook, Instagram, uh, Gmail. Uh, what are we? Where are we at on time? I know you. It's time sensitive because Greg wrap, does. We this can wrap thing, things up. Greg does a lot. This thing that a lot of people don't do. Uh, he actually, he actually scores with the babes. Hey, hey, you hear about this dating thing? You hear about uh, this yeah. dating so, thing? So dating, right? <laughs> so dating, and he's gonna go to this brewery. Oh my god. Um, What's what's a, what's your hard time to get out of here? Hard time, uh, hard cutoff time. Probably like five ten minutes. Five ten minutes. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Do you want to? Do you want to? You know, maybe Instagram, Facebook. What do you? Where, um, where can people see well, you? I, I out also in the open mic. I also or? wanted to tell you about like some of the food options at Twisted Hippo. You know? Oh shit! We're, yeah, we dude, didn't dude, even this get to is that. the most important. We didn't even get to that part yet. Because I know breweries in general, like they kind of know their t- clientele, so they're not. It's oh well, there's there, there's like you know, seventeen dollar tapas. No, I don't want to know. Well, actually, some tapas are really fucking good. So <laughs> I'm, I'm shitting on tapas. Uh, so. Let's see. Greg is bringing this up, and uh, I, I just, I, I'm glad I'm in the cheese curd part of the country now. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that that's a thing, and it's a thing I can get almost anywhere. I still have to go to Milwaukee to actually get the for real deal, like Dude, rotten Milwaukee, cheese curds. Milwaukee has some pretty good stuff out there. There's yeah. a lot of breweries out there too that I could recommend you. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, some pretty good ones out there. The cheese curds, I'm not a fan of, man. When I worked at that uh, country station up in Wisconsin, like we had this uh, f- uh, this one farm program come to the city called Alice in Dairyland, right? Wow, okay. Yeah, so they were trying to find Alice in Dairyland in Wisconsin. And so they had all of these different Wisconsin girls from different parts of the co- of, of the state. And we uh, Manitowoc was actually hosting it. That city was hosting it at the time. So they came to our station and had a lot of interviews and uh, brought like uh, things from their home city. And so one of them was from New Glarus, which brought Spotted Cow beer. A lot of them brought like so many cheese curds and different cheeses and meats. And those cheese curds, there was there was one that I will not eat cheese curds now because of them. Squeaky cheese curds, like when you bite into them, yeah. they squeak on your teeth. It's the worst feeling ever. It's the worst I, I'm feeling. I'm trying to trying to wrap my head around they squeak on your teeth. They, what, are they like like rubber? Yeah, kind of like they they're so like very very rubbery like that. Yeah. So you know what? But see, because when I think of cheese curds, I don't I don't think of the raw cheese curd. I think of the fried cheese. Curd. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So like, but you're saying so like a raw cheese curd. A raw cheese curd. It was just very this- rubbery, very squeaky when you bit into it, and it, it, that was the appeal of it. Like people liked what? it. What? Yeah. No, I want my cheese to be soft and yield to my teeth. <laughs> exactly. I don't want it to 
crunch. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Oh, I don't blame you for not wanting to do exactly. cheese Exactly. I'm not a fan. But, like, I will go down to the Mars Cheese Castle and just get a nice chunk of cheese somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, hit me up with the hit me with this menu. Um, very curious. Okay, well they did have cheese curds on here, and the, and these cheese curds actually have like a nice little like honey glaze sauce on top of them, and they get served with these little jalapenos. So like, yeah, those they're pretty good. Those are pretty good. Wait, what was that again? Che- I'm sorry. Cheese curds with like little honey kind of glaze Ooh. on top of them, and they have like these little uh little jalapenos, these little red dot looking jalapenos oh yeah and and they're like very hot but they're very good uh you know your typical uh pretzels with with mustard and uh yeah and and and, and cheese yeah uh they got a chicken sando smash burger okay yeah i really just wanted to tell you about those cheese curds <laughs> <laughs> that's, good though, but that's, a, that's what i needed to hear yeah now i'm looking at their beer and we'll, we'll talk about we already talked about that we talked about the beer <laughs> greg's gonna be eating good tonight he's gonna be having a good old time i think so uh, yeah and then where can they hit where, where can they see you on uh online instagram and uh face uh face well facebook I do have a Facebook fan page, but do you got a Facebook fan page? I do, but I've ne- I think I I've logged into it, it twice. Yeah, yeah same, like, right, same. Right. So, so you could give that uh, be like the sixth like on that on that page. <laughs> um, I do a lot of TikTok and Instagram. Um, Instagram has been kind of lacking, but TikTok has been my focus lately. Just doing uh, a lot of jokes from the radio, and we'll see. Adding some new things here and there now. How's a how do you enjoy TikTok? Do you like it? At first, uh, I did not, but like you know, now the trend, now now the latest trend on TikTok is, you know, March 2020. No, I'm never gonna get on TikTok. March 2021, scrolling through TikTok at four in the fucking morning. You know, <laughs> that's how it that's is. Great. It gets so addicting. Jesus. And then once you start, once you start making things and people start liking it, it gets addicting too. You know, Man. yeah. Uh. But TikTok, it's uh, and Instagram at the Bartle Shack. At the Bartle Shack and uh, out in the open mic. Is- At out in the open mic is our Instagram, and that's uh, uh, you can follow us on Venmo. Too. <laughs> Dude, Venmo them, man. They're doing a service. Doing uh, service yeah, right yeah. So uh, out in the open mic on Instagram. That's going to be coming back a little bit more full force in the coming weeks. I Fuck think. Yeah. yeah. So April lookout or whenever totally. you s- put this podcast out. Got it. well. <laughs> by the time that happens, it's going to be December. But. Uh, <laughs> Greg Bartusiak, thank you so much for stopping in on the podcast. Uh, Guys, thank you for listening. Yeah, definitely. Thanks.